0: and welcome to the Essential Property Podcast with your hosts, Paul Samuda and Amanda Woodward. With 45 years of combined experience in the world of property buying, selling, investing and developing, they are here to share with you their knowledge in the Stoke-on-Trent, Newcastle-Under-Lyme and Crewe property market. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Essential Property Podcast. I'm Amanda Woodward, and today's topic of discussion is going to be the new upcoming Article 4 direction in crew. So, I'm going to kick off with what exactly Article 4 is, why it's coming to crew, where exactly that's taking place, and what you need to do next, whether you are an existing investor or someone that's looking to invest into crew with HMOs going forward. So what is Article 4? So the definition of an Article 4 direction is a direction made under Article 4 of the Town and Country Planning Order of 2015. And Article 4 directions are used to withdraw permitted development rights that are granted by development order. And that can take immediate effect or be non-immediate. And what we're going to be addressing today is the removal of the permitted development right to take a dwelling, a family home, a C3 house, and convert that to a C4 small HMO using permitted development without having to go for full planning permission. So let's have a little look at the backdrop of Crewe. Now, Crewe is a strong HMO town, has been for a while, and we've been investing in Crew HMOs probably for about eight years. I think we did our first HMO in Crew about two years after we started investing. We did a few buy to let regular family homes in the area. And then we went for our first, what was then a five bed HMO. Now, pre 2019, to do any HMO that was deemed as small, so between three and six people sharing, didn't need a license, didn't need planning didn't need a licence, albeit if it was on two storeys rather than three, didn't need planning. And you could pretty much get on with the job at hand to create a nice, warm, welcoming HMO. In 2018, the licensing laws changed nationally, which meant five or more people sharing a property on two or more floors required licensing. So that was quite a big shift in terms of the HMO rules and regulations. And now for crew, they're taking it one step further in terms of Article 4. So we heard just then what Article 4 means by definition. But in terms of what that means practically, it means that if you want to develop an HMO in crew in certain areas moving forward, you are going to have to apply for full planning permission and you will be at the mercy of the local authority as to whether that is granted or not. Which let's be honest is quite a game changer in terms of strategy of investing in, in HMOs in crew. So why crew? Now, as I mentioned, crew is a strong HMO area. It started with students many years ago, with the university-based in crew, although that has wound down significantly. And the core demand for HMOs in CRU is for local working people. And I say local, I mean working locally. They could be both local to the country. But Crewe also has a large amount of European migrants who have migrated to Crewe as, as well as other parts of the country for work opportunity. We have the two effectively demographics there renting HMOs and the market is strong. Crewe actually has less than 1% unemployment which is effectively zero unemployment um, if you take into consideration sort of the elderly and students and so on. It's a strong, bustling, working town, always has been by history and still is today. And HMOs have worked very well there for many, many years. Now, the issue is, you know, we've been investing there for 10 years. Lots of other people have been investing there for a long time. Lots of people have also recently invested in, into HMOs and crew. And the local authority have said, whoa, hold on a minute, we're not liking the fact that there's HMOs everywhere, and we can't control it. Okay, now the local authority have a view of HMOs, every local authority around the country has a view of HMOs. But as we have done many applications in the past, and as HMO investors and managing agents ourselves, we are, you know, experienced in understanding the local authorities' position on HMOs, both from the housing standards department, licensing. But the more of the pressure, I guess, in my experience with regards to HMOs, comes from the local councillors. And the local councillors generally include, dislike HMOs. Those I have spoken to dislike HMOs with a passion and are very anti the, the strategy. So it was no surprise that in October 2019, the document was created, the evidence to justify the purpose of Article 4 in crew was created by Cheshire East, backed by a lot of the councillors to suggest we want to control these HMOs. We want to effectively slow down the influx of them. We want more control over it. So we always thought this would come in 2017, 2018. We started to have some conversations with housing standards to say, you know, do you think this is coming? Obviously, they weren't sure. They couldn't give us exact. In 2018, PEM was put to paper. You know, the proposal was put forward. And there was a period of consultation. Now, that period of consultation took place during 2020. Now, let's be honest. I think we were all slightly consumed with other issues in in 2020, like the coronavirus and uh, and protecting our businesses and protecting our lives and protecting our families. But during that time, the consultation period took place. And October 2020, Article 4 was agreed, pen was put to paper, rubber-stamped documents on the three areas where Article 4 was going to come into play agreed October 2020, and to come into force 1st of November 2021. And that's why I put in the podcast together today on Article 4, because for us as a business, this week is Article 4 week, where we're going to be reaching out to our landlords and obviously to ourselves as owners to have a look at the portfolio, what properties are going to be affected and what we need to do next. So the three areas in Crewe that the local authority have deemed areas where Article 4 is going to take place is parts of Nantwich Road, parts of West Street and parts of Hungerford Road. Now, if anybody listening to the podcast today wants a little bit more information on this whole area, I invite you to contact us. Our contact details will be in the show notes. You can head over to our website essentialpropertyoptions.co.uk get in touch because everything I'm sharing with you today is based on papers reports and documentation that's been put together by Cheshire's by the local authority and if you are making any decisions going forward with regards to this I would like you to actually read the papers and documentation for yourself rather than just hear it from me just to make sure that you're making the best informed decision but I have a map in front of me right now, which is the Nantwich Road article for direction. And for those of you that know Crew, the Nantwich Road map is pretty vast. And every road pretty much from Mill Street which is just around the corner from the station, all the way down to Ruskin Road on both sides of Nantwich Road are going to be the Article 4 area. And naturally that's because, one, it's got the highest concentration of HMOs, and two, it's the best area or regarded as the best area with best demand for HMOs. So traditionally, Walthall Street, Ruskin Road, Edleston Road, Nantwich Road, all those key areas Because it's close to the station and that's where people want to live in HMOs, this is one of the key Article 4 areas and we have got a ton of properties in and out among these roads, as will a number of other investors as well. That's the first area and that's the largest area. Second area is West Street, a slightly smaller selection of roads starting at the top of West Street, going about halfway down. And it's only on one side of the street. It's the side of the street that has Samuel Street, West Avenue, uh, Heathfield Avenue, Ramsbottom Street, etc. So a smaller cluster, but again, the area where it's most concentrated for HMOs on the West Street side of town. And then the third area is Hungerford Road, which Hungerford Road traditionally was where a lot of the student let properties were, because it was walking distance to the university. Personally, for me. I don't really see there being a huge issue with the Hungerford Road area. Professionals don't really tend to want to be based there. It's a little bit further from the station to walk. It was really the the stomping ground of students, which there isn't really a demand for so much anymore. But Hungerford Road also does have a small selection of roads there that are included. So the concentration of HMOs is is why the Article 4 has been suggested. They've plucked out the three areas of highest concentration, obviously. And 1st of November, that's where the legislation is going to come into play. Now, naturally, when Article 4 comes in, there needs to be some amendments to the local authorities' planning process to decide... If an HMO should be granted. So Article 4 doesn't mean no more HMOs, but it just means the controlling of new HMOs coming into the area. So if you find a development, you think this would be great for an HMO or a small HMO under seven bedrooms, because if it was above seven bedrooms, you'd be applying anyway. You would you're going to need to apply to the local authority. Now, the local authority have put together another document, again, which I can direct you to, which is called the Draft HMO Supplementary Planning Document. This was posted March 2021. It's open for consultation. Final comments can be submitted by the 7th of June, so in the next few days. And this consultation document has been put together to suggest how HMO should be treated from a planning perspective in line with the local plan, in line with the national framework as to whether they should be granted or not. And having read through all of the papers, two big things jumped out that I wanted to share with you with regards to HMOs in Article 4 areas. So the council is looking predominantly at two areas, although some others as well. But the first key area they're looking at is they do not want a concentration within a fifth 50 meter radius of more than 10% of the dwellings being HMOs. Now, 50 meters is actually quite vast and can cover a couple of streets because if you think it's a 50 meter diameter, and no more than 10% of the dwellings in that area should be concentrated to HMOs. That's the first thing that I picked up. Second thing that I picked up is that the local authority doesn't want any sandwiching of HMOs. Okay. And what that effectively means is that they don't want to have a dwelling, which is a nice family home, and then either side of it to have nice HMOs. They don't want that family to feel that they are sandwiched in by HMOs. So that's going to be another consideration as well. They've also got comments on parking and how much parking would be required. They've got comments on amenity space, cycle storage, waste disposal, all the areas that come up as issues when running a HMO, they want to be able to comment on and decide on. And time will only tell us in terms of how applications are being treated. One would think that they have to be treated fairly in line with the planning document that will be created. But naturally, we will see just generally how planning applications do take place once Article 4 comes in. So we've gone through what Article 4 is and why it's taking place in Crewe, where exactly it's happening. It's coming into play 1st of November 2021. So what do you need to do next? Now, as I said, this is Article 4, week for us. So we're going to be speaking to our landlords and looking over our portfolio to see where the properties are. And treasuries have chosen the areas of high concentration. So naturally, we have lists of of properties that we need to look into and address. Now, Cheshire East are saying, as of the 1st of November, new HMO applications, new HMO properties will need to apply for planning. But all the existing HMOs that so far have been converted under permitted development still stand, which is obviously fantastic news. So let's say you have a nice three or four bedroom HMO that you have been running as an HMO for a few years. It doesn't need licensing. It doesn't need planning. It meets regulations. You've been doing a fantastic job looking after that property. That's okay. What the local authority are going to need is evidence that that has been taking place before the 1st of November. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can evidence that just naturally through sort of tenancy agreements and perhaps a local authority have actually been out to your property from a housing standards perspective and done some inspections. But the sort of rubber stamp approval, I guess, that you have got a legitimate HMO prior to the 1st of November 2021 is to complete an application form for a lawful development certificate. And Cheshire East have got a download of this on their website and you effectively apply to planning to say, hey, we've got a HMO, here it is, here's the evidence, please can I get my lawful development certificate to confirm that's the case? And that would be the rubber stamp way to do it. And it's about a five or six page application form that you need to complete. As it stands, Cheshire Planning Department are suggesting that they will turn them around in eight weeks. However, if you're anything like us and you've been doing plan applications over the last 12 months, you'll know that the planning department have been taking a little bit longer to reply. So I would take that with a pinch of salt for the time being. We're six months away from the date. We're going to start doing this now just to get ahead. As I say, they are suggesting an eight-week turnaround. You present your evidence get your lawful development certificate. And then, you know, going forward, any challenges, you can, you know, wave your certificate around to say that I have got an HMO prior to Article 4 and everything is good. So that's what we would generally recommend at this stage. However, of course, get in touch with us with any questions around this. And I can point you to the planning documents, to the maps, to the um, Article 4 information. And then naturally, you can you know make your best decision moving forward. Now, where's the opportunity? We're very positive investors, and we like to always see where the opportunity is with regards to, to new legislation. Now, do we think that HMOs are going to increase in value once Article 4 comes in? Yeah, pretty likely. Do we think a valuer is going to turn up on the second of November, 2021, with an open chequebook to value your HMO at this incredibly high figure? I wouldn't bet my house on that. But just looking at how it's affected other areas of the country, yes, we should start to see that our assets, that our HMOs, are going to, you know, steadily creep in value because it's not as easier as to create that same asset on those same roads anymore. So naturally we're going to we, we should see a, a nice little creep up there in value over time, of course. Are we going to see less competition, less supply, and potentially more demand? I would think so, yes, as well, which naturally would suggest that over time, whether it be occupancy, remains strong or stronger, voids reduce, and naturally rentals will increase over time. So generally, it's pretty positive if you're an existing landlord with existing stock. If you're looking to come into the area and do HMOs, it does put a little bit more of a barrier to entry, but certainly not something that can't be done, but something that just needs that little bit more due diligence. Does it mean that if you sell an HMO with planning, that might be slightly more desirable for an investor to buy? So they've already got, there's there's already planning on the property. Potentially, yes, as well. So, always opportunities on the back of new legislation, new rules, new regulations. But I think it's about being aware of what's taking place. So, I hope that little section there on Article 4 in Crew has just kept you a little bit more informed as to what's going on. I am more than happy to speak to anyone that has HMOs in Crew or is thinking of doing HMOs in Crew, give you my thoughts. And findings on the subject point you in the right direction of all the maps the the papers the certifications that you need to do uh, just to protect yourself going forward just to make sure that you're getting the, the right advice and I look forward to maybe keeping you updated on this subject in future episodes and look forward to speaking with you on our next episode we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if so Please hit subscribe and share with those who you think would enjoy it too. To get in touch with Paul and Amanda directly, please visit their website www.essentialpropertyoptions.co.uk for more information. We look forward to sharing with you on the next episode.